there. Welcome to Simple Acts Big Impact, celebrating teen changemakers. I'm your host, Natalie Silverstein. I'm an author, philanthropist, and passionate advocate for family and youth service. On this short weekly pod, I have the honor of meeting tweens, teens, and young adults who are volunteers, advocates, nonprofit founders, activists, and fundraisers. My goal is to celebrate and amplify these big-hearted people and the work they're doing, and to inspire you all, no matter your age, to find your purpose and passion through meaningful service to others. I firmly believe, and these conversations will convince you, that every person can make a difference, one simple act at a time. As we get ready to spread some love on Valentine's Day next week, I'm delighted to share this conversation with a big-hearted young man named Ethan, who started his organization, Ethan's Heart, seven years ago. Ethan tells us the story of how he saw a person living on the street when he was a little boy and asked his mother if they could help that man. Well, that kind gesture for that one person has grown into an incredible organization that has distributed over 5,000 blessing bags to people experiencing homelessness in his community. Ethan's Heart operates out of a special van that has been set up to distribute the bags and has become a beacon of hope in Ethan's community. In addition to telling us this beautiful story, Ethan reminds us about the need for time management so that we can take care of our normal responsibilities as well as helping others. Because as Ethan says, every day is a good day to help someone. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited to introduce you to Ethan today. He started an organization called Ethan's Heart, um, and he's going to tell us all about it. Hey, Ethan, how are you? Good. How about you? I'm great. Thanks so much for joining us today. So why don't you start from the very beginning? Tell us how old you are, where you live, what grade you're in, and then tell us all about Ethan's heart and how it got started and, and tell us everything. Okay. So my name is Ethan Hill. Like you said, I'm 13 and I live in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm in the eighth grade at the Altamont School. And um, I think Ethan's heart started about seven years ago now when I was riding on the way to school with my mom and I saw this homeless gentleman uh, on the streets every day and I just knew it didn't sit right with me. So I knew I had to do something. So that year I spent my $100 Christmas money and I bought supplies for him and others like him. And it's just been growing and growing and snowballing into what it is today. And we have a trailer and we have annual packing parties every year. And it's just, it's great. Awesome. That's amazing. So tell me more. So seven years ago, you were only, what, seven years old, basically. That's uh, pretty impressive that you decided to spend all of your Christmas money on this. Um, so that year when you went out and you purchased all of the supplies and stuff, how did you, did you just go back to that one particular gentleman that you had seen? Or were there other folks that you reached out to? So it was him, but he lived in this particular area up under a freeway. Um, so there was a couple of people that lived under here with him. Uh, when we went to get the supplies, we made sure we had enough for him and everyone around him. So there wasn't any commotion or fighting right. or anything right. like that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is homeless outreach, right? 101, this is what we do is if you want to really reach people where they are, um, you have to go out to the street where they're living and also provide them with the things that they needed. So at that age, how did you know or how did you think about what they might need? It was basically simple as Googling it. Right. Uh, to be honest, it was just so simple. Um, I think one of my biggest things is if you see a problem, uh, you can have to try your best to fix it. So uh, I really just took the initiative to go out of my way to just learn about some of the things that they would need. 
Yeah. And I, I noticed on your social media, so you call them bags for blessings or blessing bags, right? So do you put all of the stuff that you give out into an individual bag? And and tell me more about the, the truck or the van. That's sort of amazing. Tell me how that all came to be. Okay. So we have two particular bags. We have summer or year-round bags and we have our winter bags. So the year-round year bags are a little smaller. They're smaller size duffel bags and they wouldn't have any hats, socks, or gloves in them, but they will have all the toiletries and food. So that would be toothpaste, toothbrush, soaps, washcloths. And then we have like canned meat and snack foods in there. And our winter bags is like when we do our annual packing party, this is when we pack everything. This includes the hats, socks, and gloves, and this includes a larger amount of the food and toiletries. And uh, my mobile unit uh, is basically my greatest creation. It's basically... Well, you can go in, so they basically stand outside of order like a McDonald's. And we, we go in there and everything that we pack in our bags is on the wall. And whatever they need, uh, whatever they ask for, we can just grab it off the wall and put it in the bag. And that reduces waste and that gives them free retail therapy. So it's basically a win-win on both parts. <laughs> That's right. And it gives them the sort of dignity of choice, right? So if you have a variety of things there, you're allowing the person to say, oh, I like that one versus that one, or I don't use that, so I don't need it, which I think is, is so, so important. It's not just that they're taking a handout of whatever items you give them. They get to choose what they want. So tell me how, first of all, how is all of this paid for? How do you um, purchase the items that you give away? And then how did you do the van like where did you get that and i'm sure there's a story there how, how does that work uh so all the donate all our, our funds come from donations um from just individuals and we get some corporate uh, sponsors uh, like academy they sponsor us for all our sleeping bags and all our cold weather supplies and um so the trailer is, is really a kind of a funny story so i'm in the band i play trumpet in the orchestra and jazz band, and we were going on a um, we were going to a competition this particular day. And after we get we go to the competition, the whole our whole class basically goes out, and we go to like a spot where there's like a couple restaurants, and you get to choose which restaurants you want to go to. So I go in, and I'm sitting with my friends, and then my mom and dad pull up, and they're like, "Ethan, we gotta go," or, or "Do you want to stay here and just eat?" I was like, "I guess I want to go wherever y'all are going," and we get in the car and we're heading down to um the trailer place and once I get there I learned um one of my faithful volunteers donated a gracious amount of money so we can get the trailer. Um so we got it, we picked it up and at that point it was just a white trailer. So we just brought it back to the house and then after that we went and got a consult for wrapping and the customization of it and this is history. Wow, that's amazing. And your fundraising, you do that online? You have, do you run fundraising events or do you just ask for donations and you have like kind of a GoFundMe sort of thing? We solicit a lot of our donations online and we do GoFundMe and things of that sort. But also when we have our packing parties, people donate then. And the stuff from those donations, they basically, well, what... See, what's been going on is we have an Amazon wish list, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and all the Amazon packages come directly to our front door. So every day we walking out of the house, there's always a pile of Amazon uh, donations and it's like covering the stairs all the way to the door. So <laughs> before we can get out the house and do anything, we have to go through all these Amazon back packages, open them, sort them, take them back and <laughs> take them somewhere. Right. And I'm really grateful for that because you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that keeps Ethan's heart running. Uh, but, uh, 
We need, we really. <laughs> Where do you store everything? Do you have a garage or does it all fit in the van? Uh, it goes into our um, storage unit. Okay. All right. So, and that's another thing that you pay for through your, the donations and stuff. Tell me more about the big packing event. Is that around Christmas time? When do you have that really big one? Yes, ma'am. So, um, at this point, we really haven't gotten a steady date that it goes on, but it goes on like during the first part of December. Uh, so this year we had it on the first and the second. So we can go ahead and get all these people all they needed before it really, it really got cold. Sure. That's basically where we bring all our volunteers in all the donations from the year. And we basically pile into this one area and we set all the supplies out on these different tables. And we basically go through like an assembly line and pack at least about a hundred bags. I think last year we did 200 or this year we did 200 rather. And um, then the next day we'll take it out and we'll put it all in the moving truck and we'll take it uh, downtown and we'll flood the city one mile at one time. Wow. Amazing. So you don't work directly with any homeless outreach organizations. You're just sort of doing this out there on the road on your own. And you're kind of probably becoming famous for this amongst the folks who are unhoused in your community. They're like, oh, look out for the van. There's Ethan with his bags. But is that true? You're just kind of working on your own. You don't partner with any government organization or a nonprofit in your organi- in your community that does homeless outreach. You're just kind of doing this on your own. Well, uh, we have we have some um, organizations that we work with. Like we do referrals. Um, my mom's a social worker, so she knows more places than I do, which right. is right. Shouldn't, shouldn't be. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, exactly. Uh, we refer people to places like One Ruth, which is our our basically our um, agency for homeless here, mm-hmm. and they can they they take these people and they get them all their paperwork and all things like that, things of that sort, so they can get permanent housing. And we also work with um, organizations like Food for Your Journey, uh, which is a, they have a trailer or a van rather where they go out and they give out hot meals three times a day to the people that are on the streets. So community partnerships like that is really some of the things that keep Ethan's heart on on our feet. Sure. And and they're so important. You know, food is important. The things that you're doing are important as well as food, as well as obviously housing and helping people to get off the street if that's what they choose to do. Right. Homelessness is such a complicated issue. As you know, it's not one particular thing. It's lots and lots of different things that impacts people's ability to have a home and to keep a home. Um, and so I, I just love that you're working collaboratively with other organizations to make sure that people are cared for in whatever way they need care. And it doesn't surprise me at all that your mom is a social worker. <laughs> Obviously, you have such a heart for this work and she was able to guide you in how to go about doing this. But I, I think, you know, you're you're teaching us all that this is you know, pretty basic, right? Give people the things that they need to have dignity and to care for themselves, especially in the cold weather. Um, can you tell us a time that you find a kind of faced a challenge or um, something difficult and you overcame that and, ha- and how you kind of worked through a problem? Um, I think a lot of the problems that I run into is time. You know, I'm in school, I'm on the varsity golf team, I'm in the orchestra and right. all, those, all those things require hard work and practice. So, you know, you're coming home from school, you have homework to do, then you have meetings to do, you have sit downs to do. And all that thing, all those things can get stressful. But uh, I think with the help of my parents and the help of my village of grandparents or relatives, they really helped me get through it. You know, you know, every week, most times we sit down and we plan out what we're doing for the week, get our clothes ready for the week and things of that sort. And things like that really, really just ground you to have some 
type of support throughout the week. And I think also having my whole family as a support system really goes into the breaking down of these tasks that I have to do. Sure. Absolutely. And I would argue that, you know, having so much to get accomplished makes you more organized, right? It makes you um, need to pay attention to the way that you're spending your time a little bit more than if if you have nothing going on. You know, you have a lot going on. So you need to make sure that you have time for all of these very important priorities. And I think it's just so special and wonderful that you prioritize this work. Well, Ethan, I loved hearing this story. You're such an impressive young man. I have such high hopes. I think that you're really just doing beautiful work in your community. And most importantly, I hope you're setting an example for other young people and other adults that there's there's obviously something that can be done. We can we can each you know help even if you only help one person like you started off seven years ago. You know you wanted to help that one individual and look how many people you help you help now every every day. Can you tell everybody where they can follow and learn more and donate? Maybe um, tell us where they can find you. All of your social media handles, all that good stuff. Okay, so they can go to Ethan Behem on all social medias and we'll be the first thing that pops up. And they can go to ethansheartbham.org. Um, my mission statement, my story, and my ways to give will all be there. Amazing. Well, Ethan, thank you so much. This was a great story. I cannot wait to share it with my listeners. I'm wishing you the best of luck, a wonderful new year. And please stay in touch with us. I will. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening. If you were inspired by what you heard today, please follow, rate, and review. These things really matter. And if you know a tween or a teen who is doing great things in his, her, or their community, send them my way. I'd love to meet them and share their stories with a world that could really use a dose of inspiration right about now. You can get in touch with me through my website, simpleactsguide.com. Until next time, remember to keep eyes, ears, hearts, and minds open to the needs of others. And always, be kind. Be kind.